0: Welcome to the Retreat House Podcast. We're your hosts, Angie Smith and Tanya Kranchnabel. The Retreat House table is a little more decorated this
1: Christmas season.
0: We have our Advent wreath in the middle, and this week we are lighting the candle of
1: joy. So we hope that you'll pull up a chair and join us as we talk about joy.
0: Welcome to the Retreat House table. Today it is Tanya and me, I, I I, don't I'm, know. Tanya's at the table. I'm at the table. Tanya and I. Tanya and I. There at we go. The that works. <laughs> uh, talking about joy. So um, we'd asked someone to join us, but uh, life is busy because it's Christmas, mm-hmm. Christmas season. So they weren't able to join us. Hopefully they'll be able to join us on another episode. Um, so Tanya and I are just going to take this time to talk about the last couple of weeks and um, also... Talk about joy, which um, we were just talking a little bit before we hit record. That we are coming off a hard week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my yes. goodness, I was home with I had a boy. One of my boys was homesick for three and a half days and is back to school, Lord willing, all day oh, today. Yes. Um, but Jesus. I've got my phone nearby, so if you hear a ring, <laughs> it's me
1: answering the phone from the school. Um. Yeah, and you've had a crazy week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just. And I was thinking actually before we even did this that um, yeah, jo- joy is an interesting one for you and I to do because we're we're pretty good at some of the other <laughs> subjects. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. It's, well, and I'll just speak for myself. You know, I'm. I'm. Uh, that's probably one of the things I struggle with. Not the going deep or whatever else. That's not a problem. But the whole joy thing is. Uh, is uh, it's not really where my personality. Is. So it'll be interesting to see what the Holy Spirit brings yeah, to means. us, how we, we interpret joy <laughs> of well, the season. I
0: remember when I did Strength Finders, and one of my top five was positivity. And I was like, really? I mean, can people not hear what's going on in my head? Because it's not super positive. But I think it's like working on projects or when you're working with a team. Like, oh, I'm, like
1: we can do this. Let's yeah, do like, it type You know, thing. I can mm-hmm. see
0: the, you know, positive right. things that will happen and Yeah. But and then I and then I get paranoid like, oh am I a Pollyanna and like <laughs> blowing sunshine at people <laughs> when they don't want it? No, no. don't want to sit in dark
1: in the rain. <laughs> no, no. And I'm the I'll sit down in the rain with you, but I'll cry alongside. So I'm not very much help, unfortunately. <laughs> so I'm like the opposite of that <laughs> one, unfortunately. My um what do you, what do you call it? Uh, empathy, mm-hmm. like very very high empathy, like a little bit like it's not healthy. <laughs> yeah. it's, a little codependent. It's a little, a little bit enmeshed. like it's that's not your problem, Tonya. <laughs> Let's, so stop carrying it because I'll hear about something and it'll just it'll ruin my day, and it's not even me that is happening to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so joy, joy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I feel like joy is complex. I mean, it's just three little letters. But I feel like it's complex because, you know, when we think of joy, we think of happy, glad, and, I mean, sometimes that's the case, but, like, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Mm -hmm. And so that was in, I just, that was one of the ones I looked up before we started talking, and that's in the book of Nehemiah when they started reading the law out to the people, and the people started bawling and had this... Response to, you know, uh, when you hear the truth and you're convicted. So it was that kind of confessional, convicted kind of response to the word. Mm -hmm. And they were saying, no, no, no. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Like these words should be an encouragement to you, not something to kind of hold you down. Right. Which is interesting because sometimes I feel like that's not... The response that I have, it's, well, that's hard. You know what I mean? Like our whole conversation last week about goodness. Joy and goodness and all these happy things, like they are a part of God. Yes. But I think sometimes it's hard to deal with when life is hard. It is. That we're supposed to be joyful, which when I was looking it up, it was associated a lot with gladness.
1: Right. I always think of joy and happiness as quite different things, though. I don't know why. I think happiness... Is more dependent on our circumstances, whereas joy, I think, is something a promise that the Lord's given us that we can have that even in the midst of right. what we walk, what we're walking through. Easier said than done. Right? Like I mean, it's
0: like the whole peace conversation we yes, had with Kathy.
1: exactly same sort of thing. Um, it's a piece that's not dependent on our circumstances. So I was thinking um, when we we're going to talk about this, Emmanuel we are mm. hearing a lot like there's a lot of um carols that have Emmanuel in it and all that sort of stuff and and it means god with us and so i looked it up and it's only actually in the bible like three times hmm. it's not actually mentioned and then and i think um the one the one in matthew or something is actually going back to the the um old prophecy. testament the prophecy i think it's isaiah or something sorry i should have written this down no sorry um those Bible <laughs> scholars out there, you can be looking it up. Uh, so it's not actually re- referenced a lot, which I just assume it's so much a part of our language, and especially around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. There's lots of songs about Emmanuel, about God with us. Um, and then I was thinking that in, that in that very simple God with us, if we truly believe that, then we do have love. We do have joy, we do have peace, we do have hope in the midst of our circumstances because we know that we're not alone, that God is with us.
0: Well, maybe they didn't talk about it more in the New Testament because he was.
1: Yes. Like he was with them. He was with them. And I was thinking how remarkable that is that we started off in the gardens like talking, walking, walking. God with us mm-hmm. I mean that was the way we were designed to be and then we all know how terribly that ended up yeah. and then the Lord was looking for a way to to bring us back and then he sent the Lord like Jesus
2: mm-hmm.
1: and really for three years I mean for his ministry I mean he was on the earth for 33 but really for those three years of ministry that was truly the time that God was speaking and um working in the hearts of of those that he met and mm-hmm. he was truly like i think about that the disciples looked into his eyes that the disciples could touch his arm they right. could they're eating with him they're it's doing just life doing life with mm-hmm. him and how amazing and it was it was god fully god fully human at the same time but down you know down here with us mm-hmm. and then he went away and I mean the Holy obviously he gave us the Holy Spirit
0: which is still God it's still God with us but it's just it's not yeah physical yes skin on it's not skin on Mm
1: -hmm. but then that's because again it talks about you know in Revelation that again you know when it all you know wraps up and he comes back again then again it's going to be God with us like it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. in the garden type thing again so there will be that completion so we're living in the in this in the middle part still mm-hmm. the we had him for a few years and we've got the holy spirit which we're super thankful for but really when until he comes again and it truly is god with us again mm-hmm. we're living in that in that time
0: yeah when you were talking about the i mean cuz his ministry really was only 3 years mm-hmm. and I, when you said that i was thinking I'm 43 And I think in our culture that feels old, that feels too old. I need to step out of the way to let somebody Mm, else come up, Mm -hmm. Um, which I do think that you turn around and you mentor and you offer and you disciple people. But I thought, wow, you know, it's possible that I could live till 86. I could be midlife, 43 years. Like I could do, God could use me Mm -hmm. a lot in 43 years. And then just thinking about that it was three years for Jesus. We're just never too old. No, I guess is what I'm getting at. That's a rabbit trail. That's okay. <laughs> That's Maybe okay. someone needed to hear that.
1: <laughs> Maybe I did because I'm. If you're doing half, then I'm not. Even, I'm three quarters. I'm almost <laughs> knocking on the door yes, of the next knocking one. Knocking on the door of that one. <laughs> yep, let's move on to the next.
0: It's been interesting. These, this series, I've really, really, really enjoyed this series of. You know, when we sat down with Nina and we talked about hope, Hope. and it it felt like, I mean,
1: joy was, we were talking about that too, that joy was kind of wrapped up with hope. With hope. It's it's very very closely associated, Mm -hmm. I think. I think because you have, because of the hope, almost the joy springs out of the hope.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. But we were talking about that Mary and Elizabeth relationship and the hope and the encouragement that was needed there. And then that got us into... Um, We ended up talking about
1: the shepherds. Okay, so I'm reading from uh, Luke 2, um, from 8 onwards. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. There's that word. That will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests.
0: So it was one angel to begin with. Yeah. And then a host. And then the
1: heavenly host.
0: Did you watch Um, it's been going around Facebook it's called The Chosen
1: No Chosen I've heard about it It was The
0: Shepherd I think I tagged you on one of the posts it's a friend of mine from college that I went to college with he is a movie maker and he made uh, he's working toward having a television series about the life of Jesus Mm -hmm. and he released one of the episodes I think it's about 20 minutes and it's about The Shepherds Wow. And it's the perspective of one of the shepherds in the field, like what, you know, what life was like beginning that day. And, um, that the, those shepherds were, I hope I say it right, Levitical shepherds. So they were raising the sheep that were used as, as the sacrifices
1: in the temple.
0: Yeah. Um. At least that's what. Sure. Um, in one of the posts, it, there was a rabbi mm-hmm. that was sharing about some of the Jewish culture, background, and yeah, it was all the perspective of the shepherd who was raising. They were so they were raising the lambs. They were ra- raising the sacrificial lambs, and how in, um, when the new lambs were born, because they had to be spotless, that they would wrap them. In cloths, oh, to keep them spotless. Wow, which I thought was interesting. That yeah, but interesting. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, the um, the chosen it's called the chosen is the name of the show, and then I think the shepherd <clears throat> was the name of this episode. But it was really, it was interesting. It was uh, it was really, really well done. I mean, I think it's hard to portray angels. Peering um yes without, without it being, being cheesy. cheesy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that, and then when the shepherds go and see Mary too, like praising God, like I think that's hard to portray yeah. mm-hmm. well. Um and so yeah,
1: I think without not, the cringe factor. So yeah, if it doesn't like, have the cringe oh, factor that's
2: cheesy.
0: <laughs> um because we're so cynical. But anyway, mm-hmm. um yeah, so they used action versus dialogue right. in those sections, which wow. I thought was Really powerful. Anyway, I'll put it in the show notes. It was after we and I saw it after we had been talking about the angels appearing to the shepherds and just Mm -hmm. thinking about those shepherds and thinking about them being so low and life was so difficult for them. Or maybe I mean, I imagine.
1: (laughs) Yes, I actually don't know much about. Yeah, I just
0: assume that living out in the fields with the sheep would have been hard and difficult and. Well, and then people think that you're not worthy of being anywhere because you smell. and
1: Well, wasn't that because that's why, um was it Joseph who was sent out to look? No, somebody who's was, who was the youngest. And so he had David. to look after the David because he had to look after the sheep because it was the, the youngest, like it was the yuckiest Masties. job. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to give to the youngest. So, I mean, there's, you know, evidence there for it wasn't the most pleasant right. place to be. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, um, I looked up the whole uh, Heavenly Host and the praising God because, as a singer, I was like thinking that would be amazing. Like,. Mm A heavenly, like a heavenly host, so just thousands and thousands of angels and singing. But it, it said when I at these commentaries, it said um, either it could be portrayed as singing. The language was a little bit hard to understand, or it could be just proclaiming, praising, or or whatever. But the singer in me wants it to be, <laughs> so I am gonna go with their. I am gonna go with the singing thing, and and how amazing, how amazing that would have been, and um, then it got me thinking too about. Why? Why the shepherds? Like, obviously, he wasn't going to go to Herod and p- mm-hmm. pronounce it there because um, that wouldn't have gone down well. But he didn't even just go to the middle folk in the town or anything like that. Or it was
0: well, and not even in Bethlehem.
1: No, out in the fields. Yeah,
0: outside. Yes.
1: So maybe it was a. Hey, we've got to fit a host of angels. In here. <laughs> so here's a good place for it. Or I was thinking, and true, I was just pondering when I couldn't sleep at 3.30 at night in the morning. This week. This week, <laughs> thinking about this subject. So this is not at all theological at all. This is uh, just me pondering on what it would have been like. And and I just thought, why the shepherds, Lord? Out of all mm-hmm. the people that you, because it could have been other lowly people that you could have. Right. But it was the like shepherds. or lepers
0: or yeah, exactly. other unclean.
1: Other groups of people. But mm-hmm. it was the shepherds. And I, and I just suddenly thought, well, they were – and it was at night. And it was like mm. the Lord was super excited. Like his, his son had just been born and he just is bursting with, I want to tell – I've got to tell mm. people. Like, like the dad coming out like of the, the room. Like the dad coming out of the living room. Like mm. the only time I've ever said to my husband, I don't care what time it is in New Zealand, call my mom and dad, was when my firstborn was, son, right. was born. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I don't care about the time difference. They don't care. If it was three no, o'clock in the morning, no. they have been waiting to hear, mm-hmm. ring and tell them it's a girl sort of thing. So I just imagine like God is excited, like his his son has been born and he wants to tell people. And and I thought, here were shepherds, at, 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 at it seems it's at night. Mm-hmm. So maybe everyone was asleep, but they're out there and they're watching their flocks. So they're awake mm-hmm. and they're available. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so God goes, yes, send the angels down. I'm so excited. I've got to tell somebody. It's almost like if you ran out to the street, if you'd had a, you know, like mm-hmm. I, we just had a baby. You just want right, to tell right. people. So they're awake and they're available and they were at their work. And there's something cool about that. Mm-hmm. And that those were the people
2: who well, were just,
1: it, it was every day, it was a day like any other day they got up there doing right. the mundane, mm-hmm. honestly, Angie and I do not have exotic lives. It's just... <laughs> 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 Speak for yourself, Tanya. <laughs> You know, it's the... Oh, mon- they got up and they were doing mm-hmm. all those mundane tasks mm-hmm. that would have come with shepherding. And it's at night and they're still having to... You know, everyone else is tucked up on their beds and they're still doing what they need to do. And
2: mm-hmm.
1: And into that, God shines this amazing, glorious, and shows them his excitement and proclaims to them, Hey, my son... God, Emmanuel, God with us, has right. been born.
0: That's interesting. I mean, that reminds me a little bit of the woman at the well. That right. I don't remember if Jesus was coming out of that town or not, or if they were just passing by the well. I don't I know. what will have to remember. look it up. Yeah. It's been a tough week. <laughs> he's standing at the well, and he's talking to a woman who is coming in the heat of the day because well, you again, the pondering and the wondering. Right. So don't take this as yes gospel theology (laughs) Yes, um maybe trying to avoid the other women because she's you know unclean undesirable unwanted and and then she ends up meeting jesus and jesus reveals himself (laughs) to her Mm -hmm. and how when you were talking about how god wanted to you know i have to tell you i have to tell you about my son how she went back to the town and that you know when we encounter God mm-hmm. in a way that we cannot not not tell people mm-hmm. about it because because of what He's done or because of the experience, that's kind of what it made me think of when you're talking about God that way. I'd never thought about him
1: being the the dad, yeah, and that's just how you know when a baby is born, just how exciting mm-hmm. that was,
0: and talk about joy, I mm-hmm. mean. Yes. Amazing joy. and And this
1: is, a, this is the only time um, that there's a, a host, a heavenly host of angels proclaiming and praising in this way. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's lots of angelic, you know. In dreams. In and, dreams and visitations. and um, So there's angels of death and all sorts of things mm-hmm. going. But this is the only time where there's a, a host and they're praising. I like to think singing.
2: Yeah.
1: Singing we'll um, to the Lord. And even what they're saying, glory to God in the highest. I mean, on earth, peace to men on whom his favor rests. I mean, they're proclaiming that to these guys who don't even have influence. But they're they're still saying, Mm -hmm. peace on earth to men on whom his favor rests. I mean, that's even Mm mind-blowing. The pure joy, like my my son is is born. Right. And anyone who's experienced that.
0: Right. Well, and I mean, for you and I too, I think... About that, it took us a while to get there mm-hmm. to be able to have and keep pregnant mm-hmm. with children. And so, then that the joy of this thing that we've hoped and we've prayed the for the long expected, yeah, yeah, huh? the long. When we well, thought you were going to say longing, longing, <laughs> the longing, yes, for that thing, and then and then you realize it, Mm-hmm. yeah, the unbelievable ex, like, almost feels like an explosion of joy or. So you cannot not Proc- proclaim proclaim yeah, it proclaim and, it, yeah, yeah,
1: and be excited about it, mhm, mm-hmm.
0: well, and then thinking a little bit about our conversation with Judy last week about love, I mean, I'm just thinking about God's love for those shepherds, God's love for us by sending Jesus, yeah, I'm still a little messed up from <laughs> our conversation with Judy. <laughs> Messed up in a good way. Like, yes. Got up in my it was business. It mind-blowing, definitely. Yeah. Very, like, good that we're, you know, we're his beloved and that he wants to be with us and spend time with us. I mean, going back to what you are talking about with the garden and that he'll come again physically, but, you know, with the Holy Spirit now, even we can be in his presence. Mm-hmm.
1: It is harder, though. It is harder. It is harder. I'm sorry. Well, I'm on. just yeah. going to say it is. <laughs> it's not the same as... No in flesh Mm -hmm. yeah and and that's the promise that we have that it that this is not it that right now we see through the glass darkly and all that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. and that whole we're going to be where he is is Mm -hmm. amazing when you think about it
0: yeah and well and it reminds me a little bit about um thomas when thomas who people call doubting thomas and that one time he doubted hate that (laughs) because i know every other time he was like let's go let's follow jesus and that Mm -hmm. one time that they said he's been raised from the dead and he didn't believe him i'm sorry i have a little compassion for him yeah on that anyway so but when jesus presents (laughs) himself to thomas Mm -hmm. and says i think he says to him touch "Touch touch me yep and and thomas believes and then jesus says Bless, you You believe because you saw. Blessed is he who believes. Who, who, hasn't, who hasn't seen. Yeah, yeah, who has not seen.
1: Which is all of us who have come.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> From about 32 AD on.
1: Yes, quite a few of us. And that whole God with us, I don't know why, that's just really resonated with me. So it happened in the garden. And then we had Noah and Enoch who said that they, that they were so exceptional that they, worked, that they did walk with God. Mm-hmm. And then we had those brief times that Jesus was with us. And we have the promise that we, not even somebody who's Elijah or Elisha or somebody like that, mm-hmm. like little old you and me, will get to walk with God. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, that's an amazing promise.
0: I still remember When we were in the leadership development group together Mm -hmm. and, or maybe it was Bible study. It may have been Bible study. But I remember you praying and the scripture where Jesus talks about going to prepare a place for us. Mm -hmm. And and you were praying about how him preparing the rooms. Like when you have a guest coming, you change the sheets and... All the things you do to, to get prepare their favorite a place. cereal right. and
1: buy their favorite cookies and
0: yeah, yeah, all those things prepare. to prepare a place for mm-hmm. them. But that he's doing that for us.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got to tell you more because that's, that's coming from the Jewish uh, tradition where, the, where when you got betrothed, then the man would go away and he would go to his father's house. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't so much a room, even it was like an extension that would just be um, built onto the house. And so you'll wait. So you, as the fiance, whatever bride, bride, is waiting, um, and you don't know how long it's going to take. And then it's actually the dad who then says to the son, "It looks good, son. Go get her." Mm -hmm. And then he comes back, grabs her, and then of course there's the big um, bringing her back into into the bridal, into the house. Mm -hmm. But I just think it's really interesting that it's the father that tells the son, "Go get her." That he says the place is ready. And then I was also looking again at this Jewish traditions. um, And another thing that really struck me uh, when I was looking it up was that the house that she was going to had to be better than what she came from.
2: Mm. Isn't that wonderful? Mm -hmm.
1: So when when the Lord says, go get them, bring them home, he's bringing them to something that's just so much better than what we have here on earth. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Which gets back to hope. Hope and, and joy. And joy. Being connected to each other. Mm-hmm.
1: It's not, you know, we can think, oh, this is, you know, circumstances or I'm in charge or, and it, and it really, it's, it's all for naught because he's the one, he knows out the number of our days. He's the one who holds us in his hand. But what freedom and joy we can, we can get promised though. Mm-hmm. If we, and I'm saying this as somebody who does not walk in this as much as I should, that whole walk in joy walk in choose to walk in peace choose to walk in hope choose to walk in love Mm -hmm. even when you have days like we just had where none of those things (laughs) you know what
0: yeah it's interesting when you were talking it made me think of psalm 63 8 where it says my soul clings to you your right hand upholds me Mm -hmm. and when i first started made a decision to walk with the lord that was the verse that I kept going back to and grabbing and and clinging to. Mm -hmm. And just this visual of, you know, God on his throne with royal velvety purple robes coming down and like clinging, like steely death grip clinging and burying my face in his robes and him just swatting away the things of the world, the Mm -hmm. things that were coming at me, the things that were hard And he was just sweeping them away with his hand. So we sent out our Christmas cards recently. And the picture is uh, we went to the Grand Canyon this year. And someone asked me, is the Grand Canyon all it's cracked up to be? Or is it just you get there and you're like, meh? And I said, like, I could hardly put it into words. I said, it's awesome in... In, like, the full sense of that word. It's Mm -hmm. awe-inspiring. And I said, and to think that God could just reach down and and draw his hand across there and make that unbelievably, like, hard to fathom the size of it, even when you're standing on the edge of it, Mm -hmm. canyon, that he's that big and powerful, but yet still knows the hairs on our head Mm -hmm. and cares for us. I mean, enough to send... His son, and to to then die for us is is amazing. Talk about awesome yeah. <laughs> and inspiring.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've just been doing a, a study um, with Kathy Solomon, mm-hmm. um, and we're going through Genesis. And even when you go through the creation story, you just—I mean—you have to just stop and go, "Oh Lord, you." Are amazing, like you speak these things, mm-hmm. and and so it, it speaks of like this effortless, effortlessness, mm-hmm. and this amazing creativity that we can't even right. fathom. Mm-hmm. And yet, you're concerned about all of us, and that your desire is for not one person to be lost.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes me think of when Judy was here and she was talking about how the way that we approach our time with god to get our thing out of it to get our nugget to mm-hmm. get to get the get from that time and and that we don't ever <laughs> i mean i had never ever stopped to consider what god wants out of it mm-hmm. that he just wants to linger mm-hmm. like how she described the couple on the porch just sitting on a swing words not needing really to be said just to be together, together. Mm-hmm. yeah and how I mean, this journey with God has been 24 years long for me where I've been intentionally walking with him. And I feel like I'm kind of finally getting to the point where at a deeper level where I, yeah,
1: I need to do that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that she also Mm -hmm. spoke Mm -hmm. spoke about it being something that you actually enjoy if we're doing it Mm -hmm. with the right.
0: I think when I've done it, I cry.
1: Right. Yes.
0: And so... I've been learning a little bit about the Enneagram, and I think I'm a seven, and sevens run from pain. (laughs) And so, like, that's the dark side of them. Right. And I think
1: that... Isn't that everybody though. Apparently not, huh?
0: I don't don't know. I just really resonated with uh, life is droll right now, and so I'm going to plan a trip. Right. Or okay. I'm going to plan a getaway.
1: Okay. Right. That kind of. Okay. That's I mean, is that thing. not
0: me? That is that, totally me. That you. is totally me.
1: <laughs> Actually, yes.
0: No, that really. <laughs> yeah. When you put it that way. Right. Yeah. I can see that. Um. Oh yes, I always cry when right. when I'm when I'm silent with God, and I think, you know, learning about learning more about the Enneagram, being a seven, running from pain, and realizing, okay, to be healthy to be more, to be spiritually mature, to want to go deeper in my relationship with God. I just, it's more of the getting comfortable and the uncomfortable Mm -hmm. until the uncomfortable becomes comfortable.
1: Right. Yeah. I was listening to um, Ravi Zacharias and he was talking about how we should practice being in the presence of the Lord because that's what, Mm -hmm. that's kind of like what's going to happen. And we don't want to have this, like, be a shock sort of thing. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, really? Like, he goes, the instant, you know, that you pass on to the next, that you are instantly in the presence of the Lord, instantly. And then it's for forever and, you know, for eternity. Mm -hmm. So his thing was we should practice kind of just that being, and, and he was very much the same sort of thing, like, not like, I've got to, you know, I've got to get do. something I've got to do something mm-hmm. I've got to uh or I've just got to do this so that I can say that I did my bible study or I can you know I I can say that I prayed for somebody or you know whatever mm-hmm. to truly want to be in his presence and to give it to him and say lord here I am
0: yeah i mean that was another thing that Ju- judy talked about that that it's not our our concern it's not our business no that we just need to get ourselves Available. yeah mm-hmm. and in the position
1: Back to the shepherds. They yeah. were available. Right. Mm-hmm. They were awake. They were available. Mm-hmm. And they were at work. Mm-hmm. Going about yes. what they were supposed what to do. what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And it was a mundane thing. I kind of love right. that it was a mundane thing. Yeah. Because it's so relatable. Us <laughs> it's so relatable. Yes. Those of us who, we're just in the trenches every day. Mm-hmm. Man, there's not a lot exotic going on. You know. No. It's it's the being a mom. It's being a, a wife. It's it's uh, ministering to your friends. It's mm-hmm. being a sister or an aunt or you know all of those things. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's kind of like a I don't know a malaise that can sit in like a, a mundane thing, but it it doesn't. I don't think it needs to be that way. I think we can think of it as a as God looking out and seeing that and being pleased mm-hmm. with that you're available, you're awake, and you're at work.
0: Did you ever see the play Our Town? I don't think I did. It's all about a, a woman who dies young. Not a spoiler. Um, you find that out early in the play. But she comes back and watches when she was young, and it's all those mundane things that she misses. Right. You know, watching her mom cook breakfast or the smell of the house or, you know, the way that her mom and dad would interact with each other or you know, all the small things were the things that she missed it wasn't the big things it was
1: those finding finding the joy finding the joy in the small things I was small just thinking things. that yes yeah but what a gift that is because then it's not like oh well I'm going to be happy when I go on the cruise or I'm going to be mm-hmm. happy when I for me when my house finally gets finished <laughs> <laughs> it's like no Tonya you can be happy now mm-hmm. well I can have joy in in the small things mm-hmm. in the you know sitting and having a cup of coffee with a friend right. or I'm a teacher. I think that's been made clear. I teach little ones, little five-year-olds. Like I want to serve them. I want to pour myself out for them mm-hmm. and because, and the reason I want to do that is not because it's going to make me a great person. Cause it won't, I'm just doing that for these little five-year-olds, but that it will be pleasing to the Lord Right. that it's a, that it's a,
0: that's where he has you.
1: Yes, it's where he has me. Mm-hmm. And it it is an awesome privilege. I adore the kids. But there are some days where I'm just like, really, Lord? This is it, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, when well, so-and-so has a snotty nose and <laughs> the other person has put their pants on backwards when they go. You know, it's like yeah. a million little things that can just make you. But finding, that, finding joy.
0: Well, and I think it becomes harder, too, this time of the year when there's so much expectation about Christmas, Being happy. Mm-hmm. Being joyful and big, magical, amazing. The aw. car
1: with the bow on top, right. which is never going to happen in my world. <laughs> but, you know, that's what you see the ads for. And, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: The, that it's big and magical and that it's some, like you have to work yourself to the bone and, and create this magical thing. I'll never forget when you're, So I grew up with three siblings. So there were six of us in the family. So Christmas morning, there were presents for six people. Some of those presents were socks and underwear, but they were still wrapped and put under the tree.
1: No, that was our Christmases too.
0: And so I remember one year, because we just have two kids. So it's a family of four. Mm -hmm. And Todd, well, sometimes Todd and I can't wait till Christmas. (laughs) Because we're (laughs) super bad about that. I remember looking at the tree and I was like, oh, it's so like. Sad with just a few gifts under it. It's not, you know, I was wanting that magical, right? That
1: abundance of right, right. abundance. Mm-hmm.
0: And the next morning, when Charlie and Ben came out, they stopped at the end of the hall when they saw the tree and gasped. They were like, ah. "And that was exactly what I wanted them." Right. And I thought, "Oh my gosh, I my expectations yes. are so blown out of proportion that I couldn't even see the beauty." Of that they that they saw were amazed,
1: yeah, and they loved it, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. well, I mean, I was thinking too, even even the secular songs, "Have yourself a merry little christmas it 's the most wonderful time of the year mm-hmm. I mean it's this pervasive thing, and and in Christianity, we have that like you know we we're expectation and hope and mm-hmm. and joy and that sort of thing, but I was thinking, even out there in the world there's a, something that's been placed on this period of time. That even a societal thing that's apart from Jesus is like, this is your, this is your to be happy type time. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why, sort of people, if you don't have the Lord, this is a really hard time because you're looking around and you're being told, I should think this is the most wonderful time. I should. should." should. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then if you're empty, you feel even emptier Mm -hmm. now.
0: Or if you have, yeah, if you're empty, if you have loss. Mm -hmm. If If you're
1: grieving. Yeah. Especially. It makes it worse a lot worse yes which is crazy because it's this the sadness is the same if if it happened in the middle of the year Mm -hmm. if you're sad about something if you're grieving about something if it happened in the middle of the year it's still sad Mm -hmm. but why do we yeah why does it oh just it's just before christmas it's
0: kind of like i mean i think charlie brown said it well (laughs) okay (laughs) when i'm not gonna be able to quote him exactly but when in the chris uh, charlie brown christmas special when he goes to the mailbox and he was like Why do we have to have this holiday where, you know, I never get any cards. Why do we have to have this holiday that reminds me that nobody likes me? Like, you know, why do I have to have, why Mm -hmm. do we have to do this every year? And I think that can be some people's experience Mm -hmm. with Christmas. Yeah. Well, this has been... This has been so much fun to have you as my co-host.
1: Oh, it's been so funny for the Gee, last four thank weeks. Thank you for asking
0: me. And yeah, just having Nina and Kathy and Judith on—it was just been so good. Mm-hmm. Good, good week. So, well, I hope you'll come back sometime. Yes, and co-host with sure. me again. You know that I'm the easy yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tanya, will you? Yes, <laughs> I will. <laughs> what time? Um, yeah. So I, I just hope you all have. A very Merry Christmas and um, really experience the hope and the love and the peace and the joy of Christmas and that it, yeah, that it's good. I'm just sitting here looking at my Bible and it said, um, when Jesus appeared back to his disciples and Jesus was standing there among them and he said, peace be with you. And as he spoke, he showed them his wounds in his hands and his side, and they were filled with joy when they saw the Lord.
1: Wow. What a great verse to end on. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Amen.
2: It came upon a midnight clear, that glorious song of old, from angels bending in the earth to touch their harps of gold peace on the earth, goodwill to men, from heaven's all-gracious King. The world in solemn stillness lay to hear the angels sing, oh, to hear the angels sing. Whose forms are bending low Who toil along the climbing way With painful steps and slow Look now for glad and golden hours Come swiftly on The angel sing, oh, and hear the angel.